Mobile is the future. Use it to power up your profits. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Our show focuses on the latest news and information impacting mobile marketers, publishers, and technologists. We speak with the power players of mobile monetization. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble. Please welcome our host, Wen Tu. Welcome to Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This is Wen Tu, your host for Mobile Power and Profit. Each week, we discuss a key aspect of the mobile industry with an experienced thought leader. Last week, we talked to Carson Barker about app store optimization, and this week we dive deeper into what do you do once you get users out there to download your app.、Um, joining me is Gilad Behar. He's the founder and CEO of Moburst, a global marketing agency. He serves as a mentor to rising startups at multiple accelerators and universities, and is the academic director of mobile marketing and news media course at Tel Aviv University. Thank you, Gilad, for joining us. Thank you very much, Wen. So, how do you feel about the state of the app marketing industry right now? It seems like at Mobers, you guys have a very interesting approach. Yeah,、um, we actually see a lot of、uh, interest in, in in the field, obviously, and everyone wants to have an app,、um, and everyone already who has an app already are、uh, trying to do to see what they are actually abling to do with that. So, it's not only about how to market it, but it's how to actually make your users stay、uh, mm-hmm. because. The industry level at the moment with the agencies、um, is mostly about CPI, like what is the cost per install. This is、yeah. like the main, the main keyword. Every, what everyone is looking for is how can I get the lowest CPI? What is the lowest rate that I need to pay to get tons of users? Yeah. And and actually, it's it's I think that it's a really a big mistake, and and I see that in every brand that we are actually approaching, is that they all they care about in the first place is. How can I reduce the the、um, the cost, and from the other end to get as many as possible? And instead of of that, Mobust is doing it really on a bit different level. We are thinking about how to actually get the right users in the、mm-hmm. right time, and to approach them with different segmentations and different messages.、Um, and and we actually follow. All the way of the funnel, which means that instead of just optimizing through cost per install,、uh-huh. we are optimizing through cost per loyal user and cost per full registration and cost per first time buyer, which、yep. means all the way to the funnel in order to make the users really matter to you and not only just getting you users. We actually managed to grow from one person to fifty-two in about a year and a half, only because of that, like from huge clients that. Manage to scale with us, so we have a really、uh, deep insights about about this process. Seeing what Mobers has done and the rapid growth that you guys have experienced, I've spoken to lots of different companies out there in which one of the biggest concerns they have is they spend all this money to get installs, and I think the research shows that. Ninety percent of apps that are downloaded are basically open once and never again. So, when you, as Mobers, really work with your customers, what are the key metrics or the key performance that you think should be the goal? A wonderful question.、Uh, I, I think that that when we start a campaign,、um, we every client has its own goals. Every client has its own KPIs. 
But before we even start a campaign, we are starting our process from the product itself, which means that many, many companies reaches to us and say, hey, guys, we have $50,000 for a test. Let's try it out. Let's, let's see how it works. Uh, and let's see what you can actually deliver for us. Yeah. Um, and instead of just throwing it on marketing and, you know, start buying ads on Facebook, Google, Inmobile, Phonic, you know, many ad networks or exchanges or RTBs or programmatic buying, never mind what the kind of media that they want, we actually take a, a much deeper look at the product itself. Um, mm-hmm. And we actually uh, have a really strong product team that uh, already broken, broken into pieces more than 200 apps and yep. try to do A-B testing about every feature inside. So instead of just um, taking up your app and, and just to try to market it, we are looking really deep into it and we are saying, hey guys, in here you're dropping about 60% of your users that coming in and they're not registering. So yep. let's, let's work on that before even starting your marketing phase because uh-huh. your marketing dollars will just do half of what it can. So it sounds like you guys have a very comprehensive approach. And to sort of help our listeners out there, let's, let's break it down just step by step. The first thing um, when we talk about an app stickiness, um, the promotion of once a user even downloads the app, what are the reasons that causes them to not go back and reopen the app? Sort of what are the key reasons why users, even once they have been compelled to download an app, continue to not use it? Okay, so most of the users who are actually downloading an app are uh-huh. not finding there what they were looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, so the first time experience is really, really crucial. Like if you're doing a tour or a dynamic tour or everything from the registration that is a must-have or giving them the ability to join as a guest yep. uh, has a really significant, uh, um, let's say, power about that. And yep. you can actually do a really huge increase by only changing the funnels um, the, the first time user that actually comes inside, he will get another funnel and only because of that, he will actually get what you want him to get. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want him, let's say, to do a Facebook connect for you and yep. you want him to allow you to, do, to send you push notifications and you want him to allow you to get to your photos or stuff like that. So uh, when he will enter to the app, he will get a lot of pop-ups of uh, this app is, uh, wants your permission to send push notifications. Uh, do you allow or don't allow? And then he says, okay, let's say that I allow. Mm-hmm. And then you come to the next pop-up and then uh, this app is wants to use your location. Um, and, and again, I'm, I'm thinking as a user and I'm saying, yeah. why do you want all of these things from me before yeah. I even know what I'm supposed to get in return? Yeah. So a lot of users are bending uh, in, in, the first, uh, in the first few, uh, few screens. And even if, they, if you have jams in, 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 in the app itself, and even if you're giving up gold for free, they won't going to go for that because they, are, they won't going to find it. They weren't yep. going to try to look it up because you already were irritating in your approach in the first uh, two or three screens and pop-ups. So you talked about doing a app tour beforehand. You talked about perhaps having a better description before they download it. What's the best way to make sure that the user sees the gem before they're put off? Okay, so the thing is it starts from, from the ad itself, right? It, it starts from... from what you actually see, let's say that we promise uh, a really good thing that we are 
we're able to offer. Mm -hmm. um, and then the user clicks on the ad and it comes to the app store. So obviously you talked about earlier about the, about app store optimization. We do yeah. that really thoroughly as well. But the thing is that when you do the app store optimization, you need to see that your screenshots is, is telling the story of what the user is about to see and not just uh, making a lot of promises of uh, you're going to get in I don't know, you're going to get uh, fully in loved in here um, mm -hmm. and, and you know um, if it's a dating app so it, it promises you thousands of girls just waiting for you and, and you know you, you can make a, a lot of marketing promises that are true and, uh, and the user has to get it in the first let's say 10 seconds in the app and if he's not mm -hmm. getting it he's getting really frustrated about it because he yep. feels like people just told him something that wasn't true um, so let's say that after he sees your app store screenshots, he's getting the decision. I have three to six seconds over the, this, the uh, app store page. And then I decided, okay, wonderful. It looks really interesting. I'm, I'm going to download it. Um, and now I'm downloading it into my device and I'm opening mm -hmm. it for, for the first time. Yeah. Um, so in the first time, use, you have to, uh, to say to the user what he's about to get. Um, so you can actually use a dynamic tour so the user will will get the, the best feeling of, of what you can offer for him because yeah. you might have wonderful features that he won't going to find un unless he will go to the menu or unless he will double click something. And this is a, a really good experience for the first time because you don't really know a lot of this user yet because he's just downloaded your app and let's say that he just uh, have done for you Facebook Connect. So you, you get his picture, you know what his age, but you don't know a lot of his habits. So in this specific phase, you can actually show him how to use the app in the best way, what is the coolest features in this, inside the app, and to make him progress like one step ahead. Um, so he won't going to be able to do whatever he wants. He can skip the dynamic tour, but most of them are not skipping if it's a dynamic tour. If it's not dynamic, let's say that it's only four screenshots that says next, 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 next they will probably won't going to read it. But mm -hmm. if you are, uh, let's say, blacking all of the screen and say, and, and, and showing like a, a glow around the button that they need, to, they need to press, and over that you have an overlay of uh, something that, uh, uh, here's how you begin to do whatever. So over there, you're actually explaining the user how he can benefit your, the, the things, the features from your app, and you're giving him a must-have tour inside. So okay. you're making sure that he will go through, let's say, three to five steps uh, that will make him understand how the app works, what he can actually gain from using your app, and actually how to uh, get the most of it uh, in the fastest way. Oh, and, it's so and, and interesting. This, this is only like the, the first step. Like this is only the first time that he is, let's say that you're opening, you're coming into a store. If you weren't going to see there, uh, you know, the best dresses or the best whatever you, you search inside of this store in about, I don't know, 10 to 15 seconds, you will, mm -hmm. just, you will just go back just like in real life. So Galad, you bring up such a great point about the critical first 10 seconds that a user engages with the app upon opening it and being very strategic of how you engage the user and make sure that they aren't frustrated. It's been a great chat so far, but we have to take a short break for our commercials, but stay tuned with us with more Mobile Power and Profit. Stay tuned for more Mobile Power and Profit after this brief Profit Timeout. 
Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. When you started your business, you first listened to your professors. Now that your business is growing and gaining ground, you only seek out professionals. PPC Professionals, an industry leader for highly optimized search marketing campaigns with over 30 years of combined management experience. Our professional approach to every campaign helps you find every avenue of revenue so that you can not only stay ahead of your competitors, but get a return on your investment and increase your bottom line. PPC Professionals, personal, professional, PPC services. PPCProfessionals.com. Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investment. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Introducing Rumble, the smart mobile management system, the first end-to-end mobile platform where you can make real-time app modifications from a point-and-click dashboard. Want to change the design of your app? Point-click, and it's live in real-time. Want to change the ad map of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Want to change the content mix of your app? Point click and it's live in real time. Power your mobile business with Rumble. Are you ready to rumble? Visit www.rumble.me. Giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Welcome back to Mobile Power and Profit. We have Gilad Bakar sharing with us today his insights about how do you engage your users after you get them to download your app. In the last segment, we talked about the critical first 10 seconds, the first impression of making sure that you have set up your app in a way in which when they first download your app, the first 10 seconds is very engaging, not frustrating of asking the user too much. So Gilad, in the last segment, you talked a lot about making it very dynamic, whether in the app store or having a little bit more of interactive screenshots or GIFs or what have you, and then what you do in the app itself. What is your advice to folks who don't really know how to approach this dynamic or this changes? How do you advise your clients on how they should really think about it? 
So most of the times when, when you try to, to do this kind of process, you create yourself an A-B testing approach, which means mm -hmm. we have no idea what the things that are, the users are uh, mostly like. Yeah. So you can actually test everything, um, but instead of just trying to test hundreds of variations, um, you can actually look at, on your analytics and to see what are the things that the, my users are using it the most. And, mm -hmm. and to try to think what is the best experience that I can offer for the first time user because a lot of the experiences you will go only get like you will going to get what cool alarm clock it is only after you hear the, the alarm clock uh, tone or stuff yeah. like that so um, you have to get uh, the user set up his alarm clock and only then after the, the time shows only then to, to pop up the alarm. Yes. Um, so the whole idea is to try to make him a really good experience. And in order to do that, you have to uh, guess, but you don't have really to guess. You can actually try to use a lot of data that you already have in Google Analytics or Flurry or Mixpanel, never mind what kind of analytics uh, system you're actually using. Um, you can actually see what is the, the most used button um, and what is the most uh, unlikely um, uh, feature that people will find inside your app and you, do you actually think that it's really crucial that they will find it. Um, so it, it means, it, it means to, uh, to try to do two different things. Like one, one of the things is to try to show features that people are not going to find that easily. Yeah. And, and in the second hand, you want to be able to just present what is the best things that you can actually present out there so the users will get that you, you have a really awesome app. Um, yeah. So in order to do that, you mostly just try to go on two or three different paths. Um, let's say you try to show like this button first, this button second, and, and to try to see how users react to these kind of A-B testings. So from your servers, you will be able to try to uh, eliminate the things that are not working that well and to, um, and to actually move much more traffic to the things that people are converting in. Um, so let's say that a lot of times when you do A-B testing, you try to do like two different paths and, and to say, okay, in here 40% are converting, in the other 60% are co converting. Um, so obviously I'll, I'll keep on going with the, with the 60%. Um, but uh, if, you, if you actually are trying to use like a much more, like let's say a smarter mechanism, you can actually try to use uh, systems just like Elasticode, for example. Mm -hmm. So if you, if you look for Elasticode uh, on, on Google, you will find a company that what it offers to the, its users is to do segmentations and not only A-B testing, but to do a personalized flow for each kind of user segment. So mm -hmm. instead of trying to do A-B testing yourself and to try to set everything up in your server and try to do a lot of monitors over there, you can actually implement their SDK and to do segmentation that the system is learning about the user everything in the back end. Yep. So the system learning about 100 different parameters of any and each user. Uh, you can actually try to, uh, to look it up and, and you will see that you can actually know if the user is even right-handed or left-handed. And if the user so, is right-handed, the button will be upper. Then this is the, so interesting, Gilad. But you know, you talk a lot about collecting data. But when it comes to mobile development, there's a lot of conversation about if you want to significantly change your UX or anything like that, you have to resubmit to the App Store, which takes a lot of resources because Apple, especially, is very sensitive of you changing your binary. 
So it's great that, you know, you're talking about A-B testing and collecting data and you can install as many SDKs as you want there. But how do you give advice to folks who may not have the development resources to recode each time they want to test something new? Wonderful. So that's the exact reason why I'm, I'm, I think that Elasticode can help you a lot because Elasticode is something that you only put up one time. It's an SDK mm-hmm. that you put one time. And from that moment on, they give you a dashboard, a live dashboard that you can actually change the user flow for each segment without having to relaunch the app and without having to go over all the permissions and everything from Apple and Google. I, Google is starting to do uh, an overview of the apps as well. It's not as long as Apple, obviously. But uh, it's but uh, and on Apple it's about seven to ten days, mm-hmm. and and you don't want to wait all these cycles and in the development and QA and only then the cycle. So it's a long cycle. Yeah. Um, so one time that you'll implement a, a Elasticode uh, um, SDK inside, you can actually change the text. The, the texture, uh, the colors, the places of the buttons, and whatever you want, it could be dynamic from the server side, um, from the dashboard for Elastico dashboard itself, which means you can actually do, uh, let's say, 50 or 100 or 50,000 different passes and, and to try to test it out uh, on real-time users and on different uh, segmentation without having to collect all the data. The data is already there. So the SDK collects the data and it shows you the 60% that, that we're converting. The most common thing about them is that all of them were males from mm-hmm. 35 to 40, um, and they were all were uh, right-handed with uh, iPhone 6 and above. Yes. Or iPhone 6 and iPhone 6 Plus. That means that everyone else that didn't convert um, are, are mostly this type. And for this specific type, let's try a different variation. Mm-hmm. And you can do that from, from, the, uh, from their system instead of trying to do every time a new development and a new uh, QA and then to go all the cycle of, of approving the app all over again. So it seems like right now the, the mobile tech landscape is booming. There are so many innovative companies out there. But as Mobers, as an agency, you serve a lot of clients. What are some other really great tech tools out there that Mobers has used for their clients that you think is very helpful in re-engaging the users? Wonderful. So about re-engagement, um, it really depends like what you're trying to get. Uh, let's say that uh, we want to engage for a longer period of time. So you will want to do a gamification features inside. So to create yep. like uh, a lot of different things that will make you stay much longer to, to pop up some more uh, features as long as you progress um, to give you like a game, a whole game economy, even if it's not a game, to show you that you can actually earn points and you can actually use these points in these specific things to mm-hmm. limit yourself to do the same action that you used to do for a specific uh, uh, amount of times per day. So you will want to get more, but you can't. So mm-hmm. it will make you addict more, um, just like uh, a lot of companies do, just like Candy Crush and many more. Yeah. Um, um, so you have a lot of dif- different strategies in order to do that, um, but part of it obviously is all about um, it's all about uh, push notifications, like mm-hmm. when to send the right push for each uh, for each segment to try to see what is the best performing push notifications. Is it night? Is it day? Is it yep. uh, mostly on on hours of work, or it's mostly on on uh, weekends? Um, what is the best message for each segment yep. so you can see that males and, and females are responding differently at all for specific messages. 
So you really have to learn your audience in order to see like what is the KPI that you want to work on and on this specific KPI to try to see what is the best creative ideas. Um, yeah. Let's say that a lot of, a lot of our clients uh, are trying, uh, you know, you start your app on an alpha phase and then a beta, a beta phase and then you go live. Yeah. Um, and uh, on the alpha and the beta side, um, a lot of times people are implementing uh, AppSy. For example, app C, just like to see your app, mm -hmm. um, and it, it enables you to record every session that the user is doing as a video, um, which means that you can actually see what is the hotspots that people try to use, and, and, and they try to click on something that wasn't clickable, for example. So you will see it as a, in, as a red button. Um, uh, this is something that they try to do, but it wasn't possible inside of the app. So I, I sorry to interrupt you, but we have to break for commercial, but so interesting to hear about sort of the tech tools that you see out there and would love to dive more into push notifications and re-engaging the users. So with that, stay tuned for more mobile power and profit. Stay tuned for more mobile power and profit after this brief profit timeout. Creating a website is not an easy task, and there are so many companies to choose from. How do I know which one is best? It's a big jump making your site mobile-friendly, generating sales, and answering questions with no struggles. If you want to come out on top, you need Frog on Top. At Frog on Top, we take the time to make your site generate money, not just look good. Our team of experts are WordPress savvy, and our customer service is leaps ahead. See why we say our websites are designed better by leaps and bounds by going to frogontop.com. Frog on Top, your one-stop solution for the web. Frogontop.com. Looking for a better way to get more traffic and interaction to your Facebook page? Imagine Facebook interactivity on your page like you've never seen. Introducing your new Facebook marketing fix, so social, the new and revolutionary way to easily manage and automate your Facebook contests and sweepstakes. Create a fun, easy-to-win contest by writing a simple Facebook post. Watch your post go more viral and generate loads of interaction. Track your traffic and generate email lists with ease. So social is mobile-friendly and complies with Facebook terms of service. Let So Social give your Facebook page some flash today. Zoom over to zosocial.com. Oh yeah, my day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. 
giving you the power to increase your profits. This is Mobile Power and Profit, presented by Rumble, only on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Wen Tu. Thank you for staying tuned to Mobile Power and Profit. I have here with me Gilad Bekhar, CEO of Moburst. In the last segment, we talked about all the wonderful technology startups out there that are really helping publishers and marketers out there really engage their audiences once their audience has downloaded the app. And I know that there's a lot of advanced things out there, but one thing, Gilad, that you brought up in the last segment was push notifications. And even though it's quite basic, it's been getting a bad rap these days in the mobile world in which it is a very sensitive thing that a user is giving you permission to do, in which you can alert them 24 hours a day, and that's a lot of power but if you frustrate them or you annoy them, you have the potential of being blackballed from the user because they feel that the push notifications are too disruptive. When you work with your clients, Gilad, how do you advise them of how they should think about push notifications? Yeah, so we are looking at push notifications uh, really carefully because we know that it's number one reason for people to delete the app is mm-hmm. push notifications and to get these red badges. Yeah. Uh, that comes with the push. Um, it not, it's not mandatory, but most, most of the apps are using it with the badge. Um, and that means that even if you didn't see the push or, or you didn't actually go over it, um, you got about three badges like bad, and, and you have to get inside to the app in order to just yep. make it go away. And it's something that makes a lot of people just crazy. And, and only because of that, there are, a lot of people are just deleting the apps. Yep. So obviously, you will really want to, uh, to choose your battles. Um, and to see what you want to what you want to aim and what are the things that are really crucial for you uh, to say to your user. So from the one end, you don't want to be too cautious because yeah. otherwise you won't going to be able to create any engagement. And from the other end, you you do want to engage as many as as you can because you you want people to get two different uh, things from, from the push notifications. You want to get uh, crucial uh, alerts from the app. Let's say that you have an update, and if you weren't going to update the app, um, the, the server won't going to work anymore. So yep. obviously you want to alert that. But from the other end, uh, you really want to choose your bottles and to measure everything. And I think that this is one of the things that most companies don't do uh, uh, well enough, mm-hmm. that they're not measuring what actually... Um, let's say what actually works for you. So you can actually measure if someone clicks on the push push notification itself. You can actually see his path inside of your app after the push. So did you actually make him go to the right place that he, he was looking to get from this push? Because you can actually divert him to a lot of different screens inside of the, of the application itself yep. from push notification. Um, you can actually do on Android, for example, you can actually do push notifications that looks like a banner, like mm-hmm. on, on, with a lot of textures and colors and themes. Um, so a lot of times I'm using iPhone and Android, and when I'm opening my Android after it was off for about a day or two, I'm getting about 15 different push notifications from the same app with huge colors and themes that you can actually see a lot of like pictures on the push itself. And and then when you know the, the device wasn't wasn't on, so I'm getting it like one after the other yep. on, on on a row, and it looks like the app is spamming me on the way that you never thought. Like the the marketing manager of this app 
didn't try to imagine what happened if the device will be off or yeah. if the user didn't reply to the last one and to the last, to the last one before that, try to use different kind of, of placements, try to use different kind of strategy, try to use different kind of, of uh, messaging. Don't mm-hmm. do this, just the same thing over and over again because, again, this is one of the, the, the best reasons to, to delete an app. So yeah, when, when you're actually addressing this subject, you have to really learn your audience and to try to test just like anything else, just like any marketing message in any other platform. Just in here, if, you, if you're doing a mistake, you can actually hurt a lot of your users and you just make them delete your app. So it's a much crucial process um, to actually try to engage it, but the, to do that, not uh, like a message every day, mm-hmm. to try to do like about two push notifications per week if it's a utility if for most, most times when you're talking about a game that uh, uses uh, uh, the, the quest in the game is much faster. So yeah. uh, a lot of times in the same day, you will want to get four or five push notifications. So if you manage to develop in, inside of this day, it will make you come back for more. So it's really uh, all about the vertical itself and to try mm-hmm. to learn the, your users of what are they actually reacting to. And it's not only sending the push, but to actually spend a lot of time analyzing it and to try to see what actually works for you and what doesn't work. Yeah, so such a great lesson on really thinking about push notifications and visualizing the experience for the user. We're wrapping up right now, and it's been so great talking to you, Gilad, and to our listeners out there This has been such a great conversation. Gilad told us about how you have to really focus on those critical first 10 seconds that a user downloads your app and making sure that you really show the value of the app before you ask them to sign up for push notifications and whatnot. Second lesson that Gilad had talked about is to use your analytics to really study a user's behavior whether it's A-B testing, user segmentation, and all the wonderful technology out there that's really coming up to the forefront that allows users to really re-engage. And finally, push notifications, really making sure that you think through the push notification from the user standpoint of if the device is off, if the device isn't off. Gilad, it was great having you on the show. Thank you for coming. Thank you very much. So to all our listeners out there, remember you can find this and more podcast episodes of Mobile Power and Profit in the iTunes stores or simply going to rumble.me backslash power and profit. Tell us what you thought of today's episode with Gilad on social media with hashtag RumbleMPP. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode of Mobile Power and Profit presented by Rumble, the ultimate platform to run your mobile business. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.